Welcome to the Do Weekly Podcast, a weekly challenge podcast for small business owners. For small business owners. My name is Alexander Thomas Gustafson Vasquez the 42nd. And I'm a blue whale. Natalie, your old person <laughs> voice cannot also be a blue whale voice. What the heck? I'm Natalie McLeese. I'm not a blue whale. I'm a blue whale. How did I do? No. <laughs> what do you mean, no? <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. It didn't sound like a whale at all. Oh, shoot. <laughs> Maybe well, you need to go out whale watching and you can talk to some whales. I'm going to call extreme shenanigans on you for the second week in a row. I don't think you called extreme shenanigans on me last week. Well, whenever it was that you first let loose the fact that you know how to talk like a blue whale. Yeah, that yeah. was a few episodes ago. I don't I don't have an understanding of time and space. Why is time? Can you answer that to me? Why is time? No, you can't. No. And this is why the earth is flat. This is why time is a flat circle. What we did, we will do again. What we're going to do is what we've already done. Mic drop. Kaboom. Uh, well, that wraps up the podcast. You can follow us on Twitter and Facebook. <laughs> or Stitcher. Or Overcast. <laughs> or Undercast. And we'll see you all next week. See you next week. <laughs> but seriously. I, I don't know what all that was. That didn't make any sense at all. Maybe pay attention. I'm pointing the fingers at myself. So, we had a challenge last week. We did. And the challenge was to give something away. Give away our time. For free 50 free. For free. That's my line. For free dollars and 50 free cents. <laughs> so, giving away a uh, specific piece of knowledge that would provide great value to a potential client or customer. Mm-hmm. And a lot of... A lot of businesses do this already, and it's not really something that I do. And I'm like, hmm, maybe I should do that. Okay. I think with that in mind, one of the things that I that I started doing is when people fill out an inquiry, I have an autoresponder that goes out, and it the only the only form that it's set up for right now is is my brief which is kind of a long form that people have to fill out so essentially what let let me take a step back so what i'm doing is i have a project brief form that people can fill out and they don't like that form doesn't get filled out a lot normally it's just my standard contact form hey hi can you help me the project brief uh gets more granular information from from my lead and on my response in that lead form, I asked them to book a meeting with me. And it's with that, that's something that I can, I can give them uh, some consulting time to figure out like what solution works well for them 
or to just go over something that they're having a problem with and give them ideas. So if there's someone who needs help with email marketing, then they can book that time with me after they filled out the brief, and then we can talk about what their needs are, and then I can give them some advice. And so I'm basically just giving them like 30 minutes of consulting time for free. So nice. I've I've had a couple people like take me up on it, mm-hmm. and uh, one call I had this week, and one call I have next week. Nice. And and the call this week was just really basic. We were we we're talking about different strategies on how they can um, use email marketing to kind of get people out of their funnel once mm-hmm. they get them in there. So they they have a pretty cool way of getting people into their into their funnel. Like they they actually use a free Amazon book mm-hmm. that they created, which I think is a really good idea. Mm, that's uh, very come, come, come to think of it, right? Like people like free stuff. So they have a free book on Amazon and that's one of the ways that they get people into their funnel, which I think is really neat. And then uh, once they're in that funnel, then they're, they're trying to figure out how to use email marketing to get them out and, and get them to make a purchase or convert them. To convert them. So we, we just talked about some strategies around that, um, and they have a few different funnels, so the messaging's a little bit different as far as the types of sequences go. So for it, so anyway, it was it was an interesting conversation. Like, what are some things that we can do to get people more engaged, you know, and off of Amazon into your funnel, and how can we further engage them? And it was a neat discussion, but it's just kind of silly because it's something that I should have already been doing. And I just shoulded myself. Don't should yourself, people. Don't should or shouldn't yourself. Be okay, kind to yourself. <laughs> We're having a podcat technical difficulty right now. You One... gave him too many cookies. Now he's trying to bury the extras. <laughs> so Natalie has weird cats that try to bury food underneath the carpet. That's all cats do that. That's just your cat. No, he's trying to save it for later. So, Natalie. So, other predators don't get it. No other predators exist. There's another cat in the house. And that cat doesn't like cookies, though. He doesn't know she doesn't like cookies. They just don't communicate. (laughs) They're not as friendly as you seem to think they are. (laughs) So, Natalie, what did you do for the challenge? Well, I have a. On my website, you can schedule a free 15-minute consultation with me. And not very many people have taken me up on it. But I think that it is helpful to have it there anyway. Um, Just in case somebody's like, I just have a few quick questions. I don't really know. Um, I think that's really helpful. But what I did get pulled into doing this week, and this can be a public service announcement, to our listeners is I independently had two separate clients who have nothing to do with each other contact me for help because they had had a former employee register their domain names and now they Mm -hmm. were having trouble getting logins and verifying ownership of the domains and all of that kind of stuff. So don't let employees register domain names under their personal names and email addresses. 
always be in control of your stuff. Especially your online presence. Yep. Domain names, emails, hosting, all of that stuff should be under your account information. You should have registered it yourself. Don't let other people be registering that stuff for you. <sighs> yeah. Stop it. Just stop. So one of the situations was actually resolved. Has a happy ending. We tracked down the former employee, got the login, transferred the domain. So now they own it. The other, <clears throat> the other situation didn't have a happy ending. Like I gotta say, it's a disgruntled former oh. employee who, for whatever reason, <laughs> registered the main domain that they use for all their email addresses and their website, like the canonical domain that they use. Oh no! Is registered under this disgruntled former employee's personal email address oh, and no. name with no mention of it's a nonprofit organization it's not even a business no mention of the nonprofit organization anywhere in the contacts oh no and refuses to turn it over and it's it's a real mess so it turns out that it is the organization's credit card that was used to pay for it and it is getting renewed because that credit card hasn't expired yet. So you can actually file a complaint directly with ICANN <laughs> uh, to hopefully get this mediated and get it back. And they, since they are paying for it and they all are using that email address, like they should be able to prove that it's their um, yeah. IP and get it, get control of it back. But it's going to be a process and I have no idea how long it takes. And in the meantime, they're at the mercy of this former disgruntled employee who at any minute could redirect that domain to whatever website on the internet he or she wants and take over all their email addresses, which presumably could be used to take over all their other domains and their websites and their social media accounts. Wow. That's quite a story. So, <laughs> so remember that folks, register your own stuff. Now, I'm going to, I'm going to step us back just a moment Yeah. because g going, going back to the freebie, like uh, yes. giving, giving away our time, right? Like I thought about it and I thought about doing what you were doing, like putting a button up, like book a free meeting or mm -hmm. something like that. And I decided not to, um, and I kind of went back and forth on it and I decided to put it in, in my project brief because mm -hmm. I feel like that takes a lot more effort to fill out. Yeah. And I think if you're going to spend that sort of time filling it out, then I'm going to have a more meaningful conversation. Or it's more mm -hmm. likely I'm going to have a more meaningful conversation. Yeah. So that's why I chose to do that. That makes sense. So what, what do you have to say about that? I mean, I haven't had it up for long enough for me to really be able to say if I can highly recommend it or not. Oh, yeah, but that whole, oh, sorry, that whole domain name story was because I helped both of those people for free. Yeah. I just helped my clients out. Well, uh, good on you. <laughs> I know. I, I helped. Just coincidentally you know. that they both contacted me while we had this challenge going on. I mean, two days apart. Mm -hmm. Isn't that funny? No. <laughs> <laughs> and I like how you immediately laugh about it anyway, in bloody defiance. <laughs> Of my own defiance. Uh, all right. Well, challenge completed. Challenge completed.
So I feel like we've got another challenge that we need to do for the following week. Yeah, we do, and we have a very businessy challenge. Yeah, I feel like it's very businessy. It's very like businessy, so businessy <laughs> that it might even be considered professional. Oh yeah, no, we're definitely professionals. So, For even coming up with this challenge, we're definitely professionals. So, Natalie. Yes. Why don't you tell us about the challenge? The challenge is to do a SWOT analysis of your business. A SWOT analysis of the business. So, SWAT like a fly swatter? Yes, yes. You should definitely get a fly swatter. Or, like, the SWAT team? <laughs> and run around and SWAT everything. Oh, man, I wish I could. That's the SWAT analysis. <laughs> I, wish, I wish I could, Natalie. I wish I could so, so much. So, a SWAT analysis. Yes. Strengths. Weaknesses. Opportunities. Threats. Haha. So, SWAT, S-W-O-T, is an acronym. Yes. A reasonably well-known one. I think my first exposure to this is just kind of seeing articles written up by different folks who are focused on startups. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, just growth hacking, things like that. But turns out that, you know, SWOT analysis is done in a variety of companies, not just startups. Yeah, you should... Which seems like a silly thing to do say. Do it all the time. <clears throat> So I actually read an article that said that the, um, they recommended that every business do it annually. Annually. Yeah. Yeah. Keep on top of changing trends, like changes to the market, mm -hmm. changes in your business, and just make sure that you're focusing on the things you should be focusing on and to help you identify a niche. Right. And, you know, business changes and technology changes so rapidly, uh, just in our own industry, you know, we, we do a lot of web stuff and, you know, we've oh, seen, we've seen the onslaught. It, it has <laughs> changed a lot. Like the technologies have changed and the tools have changed that people use to, to build sites. So when I first got started, just HTML, that's all there was. You didn't even have to know anything else. Well, now you don't need to know anything else to, to build an awesome looking website. It may not be awesome looking, but whatever. That's not going to be awesome looking. <laughs> well, but there there's platforms out there that have touted, oh, we use artificial intelligence to design your website. And yeah, it's like, do that. you really, though? Yeah. And I, I've seen some of those sites, and they are pretty gory. I think that they're really paying chipmunks to do it. So SWOT analysis, strength, weakness, opportunity, threat. Yeah, if you do, um, if you go and do a web search, you could probably even find a cute little worksheet <laughs> to fill in with four mm -hmm. squares, because this is a pretty common thing. So, Natalie, what do you think, if you had to do a quick SWOT analysis on yourself? On what, myself or my business? I'll do a SWOT analysis on you. Oh, boy. I'm kidding. On me personally? Let's Absolutely. do a SWOT analysis on the podcast. <laughs> Their strengths are they're fuzzy. And adorable. Sure. And very flexible. And their weaknesses are many. 
They're not very friendly to me. They never come around. They don't even let you pet them. They don't even let that, you pet them. That, none of that is even true. Opportunity, let me pet you. Threat, if you touch any of them on their stomach, they will scratch the living... <laughs> they'll scratch you up real good. Wow, that was fun. What's next? SWOT analysis on my hair. like a whirlwind. SWOT analysis on my hair, which is very nice. Right. Strength, that it has great body and curl. Weakness, none that I know of. Opportunity, it can only be more awesome. Threats, <laughs> there are no threats to my hair. Bad products and haircuts. Ooh, actually, yeah. Bad hair stylists or barbers. Yes. I. How many times have I complained to you about, about bad haircuts? I mean, it really is a first world problem, but... I, I think I've complained about this way too much. That's that's a threat for anyone's hair. So yeah, well, gosh. So the SWOT analysis thing isn't too hard. It's not, and if you um, if you have a business that has employees, include them. Like brainstorm as a team together. Oh, I thought we were gonna say. All right, we're doing a SWOT analysis, people. <laughs> One of you is a threat, and the other of you is a weakness. One of you is getting voted off the island. <laughs> yeah. And just so y'all know, I'm the threat. <laughs> I'm your boss, and I'm also a threat. No, uh, I hope nobody listening is that kind of boss. I hope you are, and if you are, please call me. <laughs> because I want to hire you as my new consultant. So, Okay. So doing this uh, SWOT analysis can be, it, it's an elective process. It's one that you can do with your other employees or, or contractors or what have you, uh, which I think would give you great insight. Yeah, I, I'm sure that people who work for you have a different perspective than you have and would come up with things in all four categories that you might yeah. ne not necessarily come up with on your own. So... We do the SWOT analysis. What are what are some of the things that we're looking like for yourself? What do you want to take from your SWOT analysis, and uh, what, what do you want to do with your findings? Well, I am actually in the process of realigning my business. So we have hinted about that a little bit mm -hmm. <laughs> on the podcast before, but I am kind of relaunching my business with a new name and a new focus. So I'm hoping that this will help me really drill down into my plans and think about what I need to emphasize in my marketing and branding sure. for the new business and just to identify some things where maybe I need to do a little work to improve, some things I need to be thinking about. And just to make sure that I'm on the right track and that the my product and service offerings are in line with the market. Yeah, absolutely. What about you? What do I want to get from a SWOT analysis? So um, sometimes I, I feel like I don't have appropriate direction or I'm not setting the right direction. So, so from a SWOT analysis, I, I think maybe understanding what some of those weaknesses are and then try to understand why they're a weakness. Are they things mm -hmm. like, 
am I providing services that I don't really do? Uh, am I advertising services that I'm not excited about? Should I, should I pare that down? Where can I prioritize? Um, where, where can I put more of my attention on the business? So I think something like that would be helpful. Yeah, I think it's helpful to get a picture of like exactly where you are now. And no matter how long you've been in business, no matter how well you're doing, I think there's going to be a place for you to improve. Yeah. And you know what? If you want to get better, you can't start from anywhere but where you are now. Yeah. So you might as well get a good picture of exactly where that is. Yeah. So I, I think the SWOT analysis will, will be useful. And, you know, I think while you and I, our businesses are very similar in some respects, I, I would expect that we would find different, very different answers. Yeah, because they're about to be di- more different. More differenter? They're going to they're gonna be differenter. Yeah, yeah, differenter. <laughs> yeah, our businesses are going to be much more differenter. Yes, still similar, but more different than they are now. That sounds really compelling. I know. Are you all excited? Everyone is on the edge of their seats. They can't wait to figure I, out what I, I'm doing. I think literally no one is on the edge of their seats. <laughs> Nobody even cares. They're like, why are you no, talking about this still? <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> so I think there there's um, a lot of good good things that, that one can pull out of the SWOT analysis for sure. And, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I think, uh, is, is there anything else that we should be telling people to look at on the SWOT analysis? Because, you know, like, when, when I think about it, you know, strengths, sometimes that can be a hard thing to analyze. So I, I think getting external feedback on some of these items is, is a positive. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't have to be difficult, but I'm just thinking, like, I know that when I'm trying to analyze myself, sometimes I get a little lost. So maybe yes. getting feedback from existing customers or something mm-hmm. like that, it would be a decent idea. Yeah. So I think in the um, in the show notes, we could link to this article that I'm looking at here on mindtools.com. They have some helpful things. Um, they point out that strengths and, strengths and weaknesses are internal, but opportunities and threats are external. So that's something to keep mm-hmm. in mind. And then they've got like a list of questions to answer for each of those, um, yeah. each of those things, like for strengths, like what advantages do you have? What do you do better than everybody else? Um, what is your organization's USP? I don't think we've ever done that as a challenge. Have we? No, we haven't. For those of you who don't know, that is unique selling proposition. Weaknesses, questions to answer. What could you improve on? Um, what factors lose you sales? Uh, opportunities. What interesting trends in the market are you aware of? Um, what changes in technology are impacting your market? What changes in government policy are impacting your market? Which I, I kind of feel like some of that could be opportunities or threats, really. Could be. Depending on what it is. And then under threats, they're asking, uh, what obstacles do you face? What are your competitors doing? Um, and then changing technology, um, bad debt or cash flow problems, um, and things like that. So this is a pretty good, and then they've got a link to a free work, uh, worksheet to fill out. So I think we could probably put this in the show notes. 
Well, that's pretty fabulous. That's a good guide for people to step through this, think through. Well, I think that sounds pretty groovy. All four things. So I think we've got our marching orders for the next week. We do. Now... Swat, swat, swat! Swat away. And (laughs) if you're sitting with a podcast host, you can swat them too. Don't swat me. I'm going to swat you, bro. No! So, with our challenge in place, what are some things that we could remind people to do? Write us a five-star review on iTunes. That would be a great start. That's a really good start. It's an excellent start. You could (laughs) reach out to us on Twitter or Instagram at doweeklypodcast. Or you can visit our website, doweeklypodcast.com. And comment on something or send us some feedback. Or you can email us. Sure, you could email us. You can find that information on the website. Yeah, you could. But you won't. We'd love to hear from you. See, what what did you give away for free? Yeah, what did you give away from for free? What and did you get out of your SWOT analysis? Yeah, that's right. We want to know, like, are you doing stuff with the stuff that we're stuffing? Are you doing stuff with the stuff? Yeah, are you doing stuff with the stuff? That's what I want to know. And no one ever tells us. That's no not one. true. People do tell us. We've had, like... One person tell us. I had a phone call on Monday with somebody who said, Oh, it's so weird to hear your voice when it's not on the podcast. No one (laughs) ever contacts me who's listened to the podcast. But that's okay. I'm not not bitter. Yes, I am. (laughs) You sound kind of bitter. (laughs) But you know what? If, If you're the kind of person who listens to podcasts just like this one, then you should know that there's a variety of ways that you can consume this podcast. <laughs> you could listen to us on Stitcher. Pocket Casts. Overcast. TuneIn Radio. Uh, Spotify. Google Podcasts. Blueberry. iTunes. Sounds about right. quite a list anywhere you get podcasts yeah anywhere that you get podcasts so download it listen to it share it live do it do the challenges it. do the challenges make your business better make your business better one percent at a time one percent or one challenge at a time yep for the do weekly podcast i'm alex that's it. Just Alex. I think you should be Alex P. Vasquez. Alex Parnassus Vasquez. And? Natalie J. Macleys. <laughs> Why is that we're, funny? <laughs> we're reminding you to keep it doable, and we'll see you next week. See you next week. Mm-hmm.